This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I think you want to know A dirty little secret About a secret little show Sarah Vinny, Secret Show for Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. Sarah Vinny, Nick and Brinny. So cute. Hi, guys. That it rhymes? Yeah. Like it. <laughs> you like the flow of that, huh? Leave Brinny alone. <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> Um, so I have a couple of really good things that I want to get to today. Oh, um, great. So I want to start by saying to the people who listen to The Secret Show on the regular and those of you who have written in and future writers in, maybe you're waiting for some big quandary to come up in your life that you can hand to us to take a look at. Uh, thanks. Because, man, they, I just love reading through them and you could be a little more concise. Let's keep it short and sweet. Shall we? Well, but, uh, not everybody's know. a writer, but I yeah. do agree. Sometimes a quick edit overlook might mm-hmm. make you go, I didn't need that sentence yeah. or that whole paragraph. And uh, some people actually are, they're so organized that they ask the question and give sort of the baseline of the, and then they do bullet point, like background stuff. In case you're wondering about this, in case you're wondering about that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, isn't that nice? But <laughs> however you write it, just write it down. If I have time, I usually try to like edit it and take chunks out of it or ask questions. Uh, but I don't always because we just have a couple minute break before we before we jump right into these things. So uh, Bryn, B-R-Y-N, at RadioAlice.com. That's where you send your bad advice to. Put bad advice or secret show in the subject line just so that Bryn can recognize it. And he writes cute little, he writes cute little titles for them and everything. And yeah. It's nice. So I want to start with uh, this lady who says so she thinks we got it wrong last week. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, oh, uh, good. This is the tease you did. I'm dying yeah. to hear it. Yeah, and it is an in- bad advice is what she says. Well, I mean, it's right there in the name. I will <laughs> say, though, that on this particular bad advice, we had a family therapist who said that's the right advice. So just I'm going into it with that lady. But she does make a good point, And it's an interesting email in response to the advice that we gave. So. Mm, I'm going to go ahead and not say her name. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just not going to say anybody's names. Why would I ever do yeah, that? It's better that way anyway. Uh, hi, Sarah, Vinny, Bryn, Nick. I was catching up on the Secret Show over the weekend. 
And the episode from October 27th really stuck with me. A woman wrote in asking for advice on her situation, which was that her adopted child's biological mother wants to see the daughter. And we think we figured out that this girl was either like 11 or 14, depending mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. she was talking about in the, in the letter. I disagree with your response. While you guys were very sympathetic and Vinny was clear to reiterate that addiction is a disease, I think it's more damaging for the child to see her mother than you guys realize. I'm speaking from firsthand experience growing up with an alcoholic mother. My father and stepmother tried to distance my sisters and, and I from her to give us as much of a safe childhood as possible. But my mom would always demand to see us, spend time with us, holidays, etc. Looking back, those are some of the worst memories in my life. Her erratic and unpredictable, unpredictable behavior always left us traumatized and worried about her and feeling bad overall. I'm writing this because if the biological mother in this listener's situation is still drinking slash using, it's not going to be a good experience for the daughter. I think the adoptive mother has every right to keep the child distance until the biological mother can prove that she's sober and responsible enough to spend time with the girl. She does need to earn the adoptive mom's trust, and it shouldn't just be a given that because she's her biological mother, she deserves to be around the daughter. Unfortunately, alcoholic parents of children most often do not have their children's best interest at heart. Until the woman can prove she's trustworthy, you don't know how she'll act toward the daughter and what possible emotional trauma she could inflict. I just don't think it's worth it to risk the daughter's safety and well-being at such a vulnerable age. I'm not saying to never let her see your mother, but I don't think it's something to rush into. Just my opinion, but I thought you guys should get another perspective on this. Love your show. Always look forward to listening. Take care. So real fast, I thought the original story said that the mother had gotten sober like for three months or something, right? Like there was a period remember. of time of sobriety. You know, it wasn't because we, okay. I remember discussing you're never like clear past it. Right? You're never like, Oh, I made it to the third month. I'm, I'm good. Like mm -hmm. it, I doesn't matter how long I've been, been without a drink. I can't take a drink today. It w I'm not going to be better. I'm not going to handle it any better. It's not an option. So it doesn't, matter how far you get down the road you're you'll still an alcoholic, an alcoholic and you'll always go right back to that absolutely where you left off and maybe worse so you don't get to st you know it's not a start over well i've got three years before this gets ridiculous like it's that's not how it works you're right so back to it i do agree with this person very much though in that because of um and i don't want to overstate my um my use of this particular self-help group because since COVID I haven't been to a meeting. I haven't, mm -hmm. there are no meetings and there's some on screen, but there's just not, it's just not something I've done. Um, I haven't had a drink and I'm reading my books and doing what I need to, but, uh, but these, these groups are important. And, and if this lady's, in these groups, hopefully she's hearing the this the other side of it as well. Nobody's hurt more than the kids. The no. kids are fucked over royally by alcoholics, period. There isn't, I agree with her a thousand percent when she's saying I was forced to see my mom who was using and it was, there were the worst times of my life. Many kids become the grown up and end up losing their whole childhood because they have to look after mom or dad right. who is a hopeless drunk it's unfortunate but it's that side of it that she's writing in is very true so what she says in the letter is fast forward eight years her birth mother's out of jail and apparently sober for like the hundredth time she wants to see my daughter and my daughter wants to see her 
um, and they have exchanged one letter. So, you know, I think the difference here is that because this is not a foster mother, this is a woman who has adopted this child. So she probably does have say as to whether or not this person can see the, the daughter. This isn't a question of the mother is insisting on taking the daughter for the holidays. And I think that this mother should also be able to say, you can see the daughter, but not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think as I as that person's legal guardian, she right. has she has those kind of I mean, I think it, and I'm listening to this woman who's writing in his letter and it's it's a divorce situation where the mother can demand to see the kid. But she, even though she's a total mess, it's not like she's been put out of the picture by someone else adopting and taking it. I mean, she's still has some legal rights, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but she makes a good point, you know, it's, and so do you, Vin, like this is not without its risks. And this girl was traumatized when she had to go and hang with her, you know, wreck of a mom and terrible worry about her mom or just a bad feeling and holidays ruined. Um, Look, the terror of the adopted mom is real. She's stuck in a situation where she has rescued this little girl mm -hmm. and taken care of her as her own. Yep. And now she's looking at this mom who circled back sober for the time being and is trying to decide what is the best move. I don't know what the best move is, but I would still stick on... If this woman can prove she's sober and if you can get someone to be there as a to oversee this mm-hmm. meeting and I wouldn't want to be the person that oversees it as the adopted mom, I, I would be a wreck watching this meeting mm-hmm. and oh, and too worried and too involved to allow it to go down with any kind of grace. Right. You'd be involved for every word that say don't say that to her. It You can't. You just right. have to let go of that and give that to someone who can oversee it. Yeah, I but, don't know who you get. I mean, is it someone from the adoption agency? Is it just some kind of child advocate? Like, I, I, I don't understand who mediates that kind of thing, but I wouldn't let her go alone. I mean, this is a woman who's been in and out of jail and in and out of sobriety for at least these eight years. I mean, she lost her kid. Yeah. Oh, and the kid got burned. The kid got burned by this. So yep. there's no question that... She's scarred and still wants to see her mom. And that's the point. It's not the mom isn't seeing the kid with the kid saying, I never want to see her again. The kid is saying, I want to see my mom. Right. And that's and I think that's a big part of the rub, because if you deny that now you're the enemy. Right. Like it's actually a it's a tight rope walk on something like this. I I think that. I go back to my original thought. If you can if you can do it in a controlled environment and she can see this person and interact with her and make her own decisions about it without there being sleepovers and holidays spent away from the family right. that's adopted her, then I think it's manageable. But I you know, I don't think anyone's asking her to just turn the kid over for a couple of days. No. I don't, and, you know, and I would and I wouldn't do that. No. Because no. addiction is that ugly that just in the course of 48 hours, something could go down that you would oh, be absolutely. like, you'd never forgive yourself if the mom fell off the wagon again and disappeared while the daughter was sitting in her apartment. Right. Or or worse, some some great harm came to the kid. Like, you know, there was right. a drunk driving incident or the woman, right. God forbid, decided, I'm leaving and you're coming with me. Right. So, so it looks, it's sketchy. It's And it's all of these situations are 
beyond tricky. Like tricky situation popped into my head and I'm like, that's not tricky. That's fucked up. It's it's not a it's a there's some fuckery going on 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 in all of it and you've got to navigate that and it's hard for anyone. But life um, is really hard. I'll tell you something mm-hmm. that uh, <laughs> I have to admit to and I think if you've listened to me on the radio for the last 30 years, this dates back to San Diego, Philly, uh San Francisco, Oregon, and back to San Francisco, you'd know that there's a lot of things in grown-up life I've avoided specifically because I don't feel like I can handle them. And that included dating women with kids. And that include, you know, like there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, I don't know that I can manage those types of scenarios. There's a lot of people who handle things gracefully and with skill. And, and I am someone who has found myself in many situations saying, I don't know that I could have dealt with that. And that's right. why I didn't because I, I stayed away from it. I, I give that woman the adopted, adopted, the adopted mother. mother. Is that how you adoptive adoptive mother? Okay. Uh, I give the adoptive mother a lot of credit. She took in a child that really needed her and she managed and she's managing still to this day, a very tangled situation. There you go. Tangled. To say the least. That's good. Yeah. And I feel for everybody involved. This letter, you make great points. Person yeah. whose name I won't say. I mean, you are you were on the receiving end of the bad news of the bad times. And I but I feel for the I feel for the adopted kid who's like, I I'd like to see my birth mother. You know, maybe that's an unresolved issue in her life. And and I feel for the mother who adopted her who's like, I don't want you to see her. She's not a good person. Because you don't want to say that to the kid no you just don't want to become the enemy but it says a lot about that biological bond it yep. just does it's terrible right. that a, a parent can have abused a child and abused their trust Lost a child to that extent and the child is still like but you're my mom but you're my mom that's all... one of the hardest parts of parenting though is like being the enemy right at the right times yep. you can't always be their friends there's no blanket answer for this for this uh you know I know problem but ultimately this this adoptive mother needs to just make use her best judgment right cuz it's entirely up to her she gets to decide right so hard well everybody let us know what you do we love mm-hmm. follow ups brin yes. at radioalice.com uh, here's one. Let's just move off onto fun stuff. This isn't All actually right. super fun, but it's a good it's a good question and a and an interesting problem. Uh, this lady actually <laughs> wants us to save this for when V hails there, but I I just want to do it now. Maybe we can bring it back up to V if we think that you know to get her take on it. Okay. Uh, please don't say my name. I'm writing in regards to a comment V Hale made a few weeks back. Something about women who fake orgasms should burn in hell. <laughs> Which I totally, <laughs> totally remember that. Good for her. I don't remember that, but it does sound like a V. Hale comment. So, all right, I'll trust you. So, I want to know: Am I really going to burn in hell? My husband and I have been together for eleven years, married for seven. He's absolutely the love of my life and my best friend. We have a pretty active sex life, about two or three times a week. Before we oh. met. I had learned through my sexual experiences with multiple partners that I don't come during intercourse. When we first started dating, I faked my O's in bed because I really, really liked him and wanted to make him feel good and didn't want to bring him down with my inability to come during sex. Oh. I was young and insecure, and I felt the need to please him. 
Fast forward 11 years, and I've been doing this throughout our relationship. Because at what point could I tell him that, oh, by the way, I've been faking it the whole time. Believe me, I'm not unsatisfied. I have at least two real orgasms during foreplay. And I really enjoy sex because of the closeness and intimacy with my husband. I'm very happy with our sex life, and I know he is too. So at this point, I figure he's happy. I'm happy. What's the harm? Am I wrong? Am I really going to burn in hell? Thanks for taking some time to answer my question. Hope you get laid. Overwhelming feelings of concern, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> this is an important letter, a very important letter for everyone currently not in a relationship mm -hmm. because the precedent she set is one that she stuck with. There isn't, in my opinion. Now, maybe this guy is super understanding and they're so in love and their connection is otherworldly and she'll be able to say to him the exact thing she just said to us, mm -hmm. which is, look, I, I never got off that way when we were young and early in our relationship. I wanted to, I wanted you to know you're enough for me. And that was important to me. And I did that. And I set a precedent and I have found myself having to keep Continue that up to fake it, right. in order to really help you feel like you're enough for me. I want you to feel that way, even though I came 10 minutes prior when you, you know, gave me oral. Right. I'm assuming that's what she's talking about. Right. Right. I've definitely had partners that only came from oral. I've had partners that don't even want oral. I've had partners that come during intercourse. I've had partners that, you know, like there's a bunch of different ways a woman will finish. And it's different for everybody, in my mm -hmm. experience. So I would say, unless you really, th no, you're not, first of all, no, you're not going to go to hell. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you're Be not going to burn in hell for right. that. She's just being. Be hell does radio. Okay? Right. We, we're, everything's over the top. Don't don't listen to her. And, and you shouldn't even feel embarrassed about this. I'm sure you're one of millions of people who do this. Because most women don't come through vaginal intercourse. You have to have clitoral stimulation in order to, to come. That's just how the body works. Right. Sure, there's going to be someone out there who maybe really does come just by getting plowed. I think that that's a rare person. Um, at this point, It happens, no. though. Sure, and that's yeah. You know what's funny is what, what I'm always interested in I'm about, sure that person wasn't faking it. About sex is that uh, whether or not someone wants to be hammered mm -hmm. or... Or just done at a nice pace, like a, a sort of a predictive Slow pace. Mm -hmm. The one that they can sort of get a groove going. and Slow and steady, like the rainstorm we're getting. Mm -hmm. So whatever. I mean, there's just a ton of different things and unique realities for every woman. And I, 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 th this is the thing that I would feel like. I would honestly want to tell him and get this thing off me and just be able to be us who we are and what works and what doesn't. And if you could do that, if you think you could do that without hurting him, you can't, it would be, yeah. it would be the best possible solution for everybody. But I, yeah, I don't guys. Egos are really fragile, but I'd I think bombed. Getting, yeah, so bummed. you would be bummed. Yeah. You'd be so bummed. And the thing is that 
you're going back to what you first started saying, which is the important part of this. Like for this lady, it, it I actually do think it's too late. You just keep on doing it as long as you're getting yours and, you know, it makes him feel good. Whatever. I, it's not like she said, he's happy. She's happy. What's the harm? There isn't any and you're not going to hell. <laughs> don't fucking worry about it. But if this if you don't want this to be you, you can't fake orgasms. It's really important because you and and, the, and it's because you're important. Like, I really think that there's this thing where, you know, you've got to put on this show to, like, please a man and you, God forbid, you ask for the thing that will help you to get to something. I Like, I get it. We're all in our little heads and insecure and this mm-hmm. and that and the other thing. And that's what but the it, movies make it look like. And that's what the movies mm-hmm. make it like, that he slides in and she's, <gasps> And it's over. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's not over. And when was he going to start touching her clit? Because that's what needs to happen for the most part. Well, the, the interesting thing that comes up in my mind, because look, in terms of, of orgasms, um, I'm always surprised uh, by the intense orgasm, the lady who's like really vocal about it. and you Oh, my go God. Like, right. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, because there's that joke again. I was setting that up. I was up. waiting for it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, Gord, Gord. <laughs> Thank, uh, Want some more? Gord for. <laughs> Thank Gord for the Gord. That gag. Yeah. Uh, but I but I wonder what she's doing when she's actually orgasming during the oral part of the program. Well, like, I'm sure she, whatever it is, she's recreating that during the uh, during. Well, I would guess that she's not and that she's actually being fairly uh, quiet about it oh. because she's. One, she's saving the show for when he expects it to happen. Oh, you're saying mm. when she's actually coming, she keeps it. Uh, who can do that? I, I don't mean, know. I mean, I know that's that, when uh, you're bucking and you know trying to buck the guy off. <laughs> I don't like, know. Ah, ah, hold on tight, here it comes. Ah! Super fucking hot. Oh, when you when someone's when coming with coming. your mouth, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's why it's a huge bummer if she's. You know, I'm sure that that's the part that makes him come, right? Oh yeah, I definitely so, even just saying I'm I'm coming, don't stop. Yeah, uh-huh. like that'll that'll Super hot. suddenly John's like, well, fuck, why'd you have to say that? I'm coming too. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> All right, I'll see you next Friday, baby. Mwah. Thanks <laughs> for the ride, Friday. lady. Oh God. Anyway, it's interesting that we can be so in love with someone and so into them, and they're so into us, but these walls get built. They get built. They brick get built by early brick. in the relationship, and you got to be very careful about the things that you're willing to let happen. And yeah. I know that I had those sort of when when Christine and I started dating, and it, it lasted longer than three weeks, which was a su- total surprise to me. But I did start to say to her, "We should be very careful." about how we take care of each other in these days. I want us to not make those mistakes that we'll look back on and go, ah, we fucked the whole thing back in week eight. You know, about how you talk to each other, about faking orgasms, about all of the things are, these are the, this is the, what, foundation Mm -hmm. of what Mm -hmm. you end up becoming. And I just felt like, let's be careful. Let's not use words that are harmful. Let's not, let's be complimentary and not, you know, destroy a person by without thinking. Did someone you know? say something to you that really that made you feel like no, you no, no. To say that? It's there are yes, people have said to me, uh, you've you've 
You're tactless. You're obnoxious the way your your truth is not done in a way that is fair or okay. Oh, oh. So you're yes, saying I've, beyond sex, this is just in general the how relationship we, in general. Yes, okay. how we function with each other. I have absolutely told the truth when asked, and then later been told it was. It almost felt like you didn't care about me the way. You, and, but you asked. And I now, as a grown-up, have learned to be a little bit more delicate and a little bit more careful about mm-hmm. someone whose heart is in my hand. Right. You know, and that's, I, I think, too, like, you and and Dusty started your relationship. You were both a little older. You know, we learned so much from, <laughs> because really, like, if you if you marry your high school sweetheart, you might wind up faking it your whole life. Because you don't really know yourself sexually. You know, it's almost like an arrested development thing. And, and you've had to overcome all those mistakes I'm talking about right. where you said something you shouldn't have and you didn't think about yep. it. And now they say things like, well, guys will do anything, right, John? Like, and I'm joking, but you right. know, those things that people say where you, yes. you said it and now it lives if forever. He had, if he had said that when I was a lot younger, it might have really like been a thing that i couldn't make a joke about you know right. now it's like it's so funny guys will fuck anything don't worry about it like oh now i know <laughs> it's true <laughs> they will it doesn't matter <laughs> that's it i'm cutting off all my hair and putting on glasses Woo! um yeah this don't i don't know what to tell this person to do i don't think that she should tell him keep it the way it is keep it the way it is if as long as you're getting there and you i mean I don't Here, know. Here's my out of the box. Okay, what, what do you maybe think? Maybe she can do it. Maybe it's going to be hard for her. But maybe if you can try to like add a vibrator and really try to make yourself come with insertion, you know what I mean? And that way you can have your cake and eat it too. You guys right. both will be happy and you can continue doing what you're doing. And then you can kind of like save that lie and maybe even tell him one day. Back in the day, I used to fake it. You know, don't know never, that, no, never say that. Maybe, Guys do not. A long wanna, time ago, I did, but now I'm really coming. You know, I, I think I could deal with that. It I would almost continue the lie, add the vibrator, and go. You know, it's just really hard for me to come from from the vag stuff. I need, I really need something on. Mm-hmm. I need, I need the the vibrator is the go to at mm-hmm. my house. Oh yeah, like right. we're. Yeah. I love oral sex. I don't want to have down sex without for, it. Right, I'm down for for. All the stuff, absolutely. But when we're boning, there's a point where I'm looking around like, oh, I got to get the, and I mm-hmm. pull that thing. And whether or not, this is one of those examples of, I have watched where she holds it. Excuse me. I had a thing in my mouth. <laughs> I've watched where she holds it a million times. I have tried to recreate how she holds it while we're doing it. And then I will hand it to her and she knows. And it's never the, I never had it in the right spot ever, 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 ever. No matter well, it's how about hard I pressure try. And it's, you know, it's all it's, but you're but that's the thing. She feels comfortable enough to say, give me that thing. Right. And I, I've tried it to duplicate it. And then I know points for a, trying a minute in that she will take it, she'll turn it in her hand a different direction, even though I'm <laughs> trying to hold it the way she holds it. And every time I'm wrong, every time, and then she'll angle it the right way, and I'll, I'll go, mental note, 
That's how she likes it. A for effort. Then I will not be able to duplicate that, and she does it herself. But really, vibrator when you're doing it, it's the move. It is the move. And communication. And communication. Mm -hmm. Sounds like an old married couple, but guess what? It sounds like you're an old married couple, so you may want to get the vibrator during intercourse. Get Mm -hmm. that going. Um, Yeah, I find nothing wrong with her maybe trying to say, I like it this way. Let's try it this way. And hopefully she can. Well, and it sounds like, look, after 11 years, they're still doing it for a a couple times a week. I mean, it's still, they're still very active and. I don't know. It's not. Look, you know, everybody's different. It is. And it just true. is that way. And I, you know, uh, one thing that uh, never tell him, though, I don't want to tell uh, <laughs> Dusty's stuff, but <laughs> tell her, her, stuff. her boobs are ticklish. And so she's oh. like constantly like if I put my hands on him, she puts her hands on my hands so that you can't tickle so that them. I can't do anything Move. that's going to. Tick, right yes and you I'm can like, touch them but don't move the, your hands that's so weird but it's 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 her thing she's ticklish and it, it takes her out of what we're doing if i'm if i make the wrong moves she you know ah. it is a thing too like almost anything can take you out you i need to be concentrating i need to be so mental i know if i've got anything else burning in my head it can really fuck it up yeah. Like I have actually been so preoccupied with something else that I, I'm trying. I'm trying to get there and I just go, I'm so sorry, but this this one's for you. Let's go fucking crazy on you right now because it, I want to leave. It's just not going <laughs> to. Yes, because I want this to be over because I have these other things. And also, I know I'm not going to come. Right. You know, and I, what am I, you know, I, I, it feels it, it. There's like a certain level of disloyalty when you come to get something over with. Like, I would much rather just say, it's not going to happen for me and be honest about it and oh. just stop trying. Well, I mean... I know. You know, I would just, you rather I have just... me fake it? No, absolutely not. I'd rather have you try to come. Well, I was trying. I was <laughs> like, trying and trying and sick of it. Come. Jesus. Come on, and now to... you're holding off. And then sometimes if he holds off, now it takes him even longer to get yeah, there because he was uh-huh. there. You but know? he's so happy that you're coming. So for a second, just stop thinking about, about your landscaping, all right? Not at all. <laughs> stop thinking the, look, I, I can't sell the, the vibrator during the sex enough in that it, it, this is how you can do it. You can come at the same time. Yep. It's there's it feels good for the guy, too. I mean, I can feel that. I don't know if you know, oh, I don't yeah. know how that works. Mm-hmm. I can feel that. That is, yeah, snug and they can and, feel it too. I feel happening inside there, too. It's yeah. there, I can feel that. So well, it's, it's a nice, powerful vibrator, can get the great. whole area all mm-hmm. agitated. All right, then. yeah, did we, just, right. did we just drop out? No, no, oh, okay, no. all right. I think we're just done talking about it. Oh, good. Well, we're, all right. we're is there 30, any so. more, or are we good? Uh, well, we have 30 seconds left, so I'm going to say no more. Read another <laughs> um, email no, quick. <laughs> I actually do have another one um, that I wanted to get to, but I frankly, I really think that I'll save it. It ne- it deserves more. All right. So I will, uh, I'll save that one for tomorrow. Is V. Hale coming on at all this week? Do we know? She's, She's on, vacation. on vacation. Oh, okay. So, oh, I was just going to re- taunt her with yeah. some some tough talk about her bad job on trivia but i guess i'll wait 
<laughs> Wait till the next time she comes on. You, oh, she's always up for a good taunting. You know, I, I want to taunt her, but then I think it's not going to change anything. So and it probably won't I'm, go well for you because yeah. she will taunt you right back, and that yeah, she'll, right. she'll hit it where it hurts. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah, really does right. know the sore spots. Good point, Coco. <laughs> All right, hey, thank you so much for listening. If you want to get daily alerts, you can text me four one five. 358-1965. Swear to God, that's my number. I don't give it to anybody, and you can text me, and I will send you a little alert. What are you talking about? You give it to everybody. No, I don't give their she number to everybody. Oh, oh I was going to say. You can text like, me. Oh, I won't God. give your you, number you to anybody. You just gave it out to everybody, you crazy yeah. person. And we can talk. I mean, I'm, I'm, I sit here in the morning and during, on the breaks, and I read what people have to say to me. Oh, oh. and some really good recommendations for shows and stuff. It's fantastic. Nice. Uh, so anyway, uh, you can get a daily alert from me or you can just know when we go live on YouTube, uh, have a wonderful day and we'll check you back here. Uh, same time, same bat channel on Wednesday. The end.